yeah so ultimately it was all up to me to kind of make it work uh, it was up to me to just you know i was the one in charge of my success and um th so that was a, a huge a huge big advantage for me yeah there's no falling back you know you you brought up you know we've talked a little bit more about this topic this topic fascinates me i've heard the stat a little bit i don't have it officially anywhere i don't even know how you would formally measure it but the stat i've always heard money cruncher is a person that is not born american born is four times more likely to reach millionaire status than a person who is american born you know i uh, yeah um uh, thoughts there is like yeah i don't have the official stat but i wouldn't be surprised um i wouldn't be surprised that that was the case uh simply because of understanding that um, where you come from and then now being thrown into the American society and American um, way of living is you realize how lucky you are to be here because um, like I've previously mentioned, get good grades, you know, get a good major and, and the sky is the limit, um, right? Uh, and, I, and I mean, look at me, right? I'm, I just turned 24. Um, I have a six-figure job, um, remote job, um, uh, and it's like, I, I, and the opportunity is there for you know I'm a CPA, right? Like I can start a business, I can, um, you know, proceed, progress through the corporate ladder, and be making a lot of money, and and so I think that um, it's simply because of the fact that people realize how lucky we are, and we start. Uh, working hard and and we try to make it work because if not us then who you know absolutely so it really seems like you were keen and caught on to the opportunity how did you avoid the other thing we're known for in a developed nation like america is consumerism that's right debt yeah how did you avoid oh i want to go get that new shiny car now i just gotta now i'm making ten dollars an hour how did you avoid that cycle yeah, um, growing up, I was very frugal with money. Um, and perhaps that's because of the country I was born in, or perhaps that we maybe didn't necessarily have like a lot of money. But I would always be saving money, actually. Like whenever we have a birthday or something, sometimes my, my aunt or uncle or my parents would give me, you know, a little bit of money. And I would always be like stashing it and, and saving up. And so I, um, and then coming to America, like, I, I've realized the, the power of money early on and I've realized that like money is scarce and like we didn't have a lot of it and so you have to save for you know the rainy day and I think it's like par partially cultural thing is like um, you have to save and, and, and uh, you know you never know what's going to happen in the future and stuff like that so um, that's that, that was my upbringing uh, I think is um, the reason why I'm able to stay out of it uh, that uh, consumerism but in the college and university years, uh, as I was studying accounting, right, and personal finance, I also realized the value of money, right? Not simply from the saving standpoint, but also how much um, money your money can make you, right? Uh, I think I've, I've said previously is like one dollar can be uh, can can turn to twenty four dollars within a uh, you know I think twenty or thirty year uh, period with investing, right? And um, so I realized that like well. 
if I spend, you know, $100 on this, is it really going to make me that much? I realize the value of, like, opportunity cost. And it's like, is it going to make me that much happier? Or um, if I put that $100 into investments or something, um, and the value of it is, like, I, I just realized early on how, how powerful and um, the, the way to get ahead is to use your money to um, make you money. Uh, like, that's the idea, and that's how I think you can ultimately built um, a, a large amount of wealth. So when did you start investing money cruncher? How did yeah, um, as soon as I turned 18, um, I started investing. I opened up a Robinhood account, um, and uh, that was, you know, the platform everyone kind of starts on nowadays. Um, and, and then I started playing, uh, just buying some some simple stocks. Um, I think it was buying, like, Apple and, and companies that, like, are here nowadays. And, and I was so proud of investing. My, my parents actually, like, they're they don't really invest a lot um you know they're they're still uh, simply because like ukraine wasn't as developed and stuff like that and a lot of people were losing money from investing because the government can just take your money away and stuff like that um so um, my parents were investing a lot but i was super, super proud of myself taking the action and, and and knowing that like through education i realized that you know investing is really one of the best ways to build wealth um, and so I started investing at 18. I wasn't investing a lot, maybe like a hundred dollars uh, every week or, or or so. And then um, started buying, uh, getting a little bit into like dividend stocks and just buying some dividend companies. Um, uh, but now my my philosophy really changed to just buy ETFs and chill. Um, I, I I buy like you know VTI or. Um, just broad index funds. I think that's all you really need. You don't need to have like an investing strategy that's too complicated. I realized that you know, simplicity is ultimately key, and and so that's that's the approach I'm taking nowadays. Can you say that louder? That is that is it. That's it yeah. in a nutshell. Coming from the financial services industry from a career of 32 years that is we make it so complicated if you can't beat the market which you won't long term be the market yeah yeah um, what so you started at 18 what was you realized that was the way to make money do you remember a specific thing that sparked that was it something you read or just you figured it out on your own uh, yeah I just kind of figured it out I was as I was saying I was taking some uh, core uh, so in high school actually I, I had a personal finance class I know a lot of influencers nowadays talk that we need more personal finance classes in, in high school I've actually had a personal finance class. We did talk about investing and we did talk about credit cards and we did talk about banking. And so maybe my high school was just, um, you know, super lucky to have that class. But I, I realized even then, and then I also started watching like YouTube videos. I mean, uh, Graham Staffan back in the day, right? I was watching some of that stuff and then reading. And then obviously I was, I really liked investing and, and personal finance. So these were the topics that I also enjoyed like reading. I would go to the library and I would pick up some books about that uh, so uh, I think it was like accumulation of various different events that happened that ultimately led to my realization of like you should invest because that's how you ultimately build wealth yeah well money cruncher I understand you're you've been helping yourself learn but you've recently worked on something that's you know you figured out but you're gonna help a lot of people with you recently came out with an ebook. You want to talk a little bit about 
that yeah. maybe what you know how that came into being for you and, and why you did yeah. it um well my my thought is um the the way to build wealth is you have to get out of your high interest debt i think that's number one thing because uh, you get guaranteed returns that are ultimately tax-free right like you don't pay any tax on the debt that you're paying off and so right you can put on the interest um you know you can get a five percent high yield savings account that you ultimately will need to pay taxes on and so it can be a 3.5 percent or something return Absolutely. ultimately but the the you know six percent car loan is a six percent guaranteed tax-free um, um payoff and so um Americans are struggling with that um, and uh, I've realized that early on and uh, um, you know the average American has like a 20,000 in consumer debt um, that's that's shocking figure and I'm I'm not necessarily against the good debt right like um, if you know the, Dave Ramsey says like don't have any debt like I'm, I'm kind of in the between of those two things is you shouldn't have any high consumer debt but I do think that you can use that um, and leverage strategically to you know acquire real estate get tax write-offs you can build wealth um, so but most of the people the, the you know 85% are struggling with that and um, that's why I decided to write the book um, the zero dollar um, that blueprint uh, is to help people just um, understand the value of, of money and and the strategies and so it's a 28 pages um, ebook and um, it has two different spreadsheets actually where um, you are able to put in your own like debt right like what what loans you have the consumer loans you have the you know the student loans and the credit cards and you are able to select a snowball method and then you're able to select like avalanche method right and you would see the the interest difference um in between so like i i've created uh, you know personal finance is all about being personal right so i ha i wanted to create spreadsheets for people to figure out which method they want to use because yes um you know ac according to uh, economic theory it makes sense to pay off the, the the loans with the highest interest rates because you're gonna save the most money on interest but again humans are irrational that's why the behavioral economics exists nowadays is because humans don't usually make rational decisions and so right there is a snowball map Method, which Dave Ramsey is a big, um, you know, believe, believer of, and um, I, and the research did show that some of the snowball method helps keeps people motivated. So the reason I, I did create like some of the spreadsheet is like, okay, um, is the interest uh, difference between the two methods significant enough for you? Like you're the only one who can make that decision. So if it's significant, okay, go with avalanche method. If it's not, go with snowball method because it will help you stay motivated. So my ebook, I've spent uh, close to a hundred hours just researching, you know, Reddit post, researching um, uh, various different articles online, um, researching. Uh, I actually read two books about that, and uh, I wanted to have the most practical information out there um and so maybe we can have a, a a link in the description for people if if they're interested in in getting it and uh, that uh, it all designed to be for free and all designed to have um the necessary strategies and support for people to just get out of high consumer debt no absolutely money cruncher i was going to say that we'll definitely put in the show notes there'll be a link to 
Money Cruncher's book. And this is a great thing. Money Cruncher wrote this, not thinking of himself, thinking of others. So if you're in the audience listening and you think it might benefit another person and not you, please be sure to share it. Please be sure to share it broadly with uh, people you might know that can benefit from it. So yeah. that is that is fantastic. So what's next? What's the next chapter for Money Cruncher? You've got things cranking: a professional career, income, net worth building. What's what's on the horizon? What's the next 12, 36 months look like, man? Yeah, the next twelve months obviously is to get married. <laughs> Um, get married successfully um right now but um in terms of uh, the the future steps is just um you know work professionally perhaps looking to the cpa business um the accounting business the tax preparation business um um but at the same time my goal is to get uh, a million net worth before 30 uh, so that's uh, that's a, a numbers goal that I have. Um, uh, it's uh, become a millionaire at 30, uh, right? What is the average age of a millionaire is, uh, you know, 57 or something years old. So I'm trying to, you know, bring the averages down. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That would be keep bending the average down. So what do you do? What do you like to do? Or what do you and your fiance like to do for uh, fun when you're not crunching numbers? <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm really into working out. I have been working out every day for um, oh, so, so I have been working out every day for you know a few years. But now I work out five days a week uh, for past eight or so years. Um, so I like working out. Um, my fiance also likes working out, so that helps. Um, but we we spend a lot of time you know walking outside, just uh, enjoying time and. Um, I, I like playing ping pong. Um, sometimes I play with, with my dad or, or with my fiance. Um, and so I like that. Um, and, and, you know, ho my hobby is personal finance too. Yeah. I love reading, uh, about it, watching videos about it. And so, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> well, that's great. Well, Money Crusher, it has been a pleasure to have you on and tell your story. Uh, this is fantastic stuff. I know you're very active um, on social media on uh, on X, so I'll be sure to put your contact information in there so the audience can interact with you if they aren't already. Definitely. Excited to um, talk to anyone and excited to share my, um, you know, um, the way I was able to get to uh, the net worth figure and just helping everyone else get there as well. Awesome. Well, that sounds great. Well, Money Cruncher Radish is giving me the cue, so it's time to to wrap this up. And I just want to say thanks for joining the Money Happy Hour, where we make every hour a happy hour for your money. Thank you.